You're very welcome uh, to In Christ Our Saints. Um, let us look at our devotion. So for narrow devotion, today is uh, Tuesday, the 15th of September 2020. Praise the Lord. By our Father, Apostle Grace Lubega. And we're reading from 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 12 to 14. And the Bible says, And Elijah saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? When he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elijah went over. Praise God. And um, the title of our devotion is The Glory of the Mantle. The Glory of the Mantle. The devotion says the purpose of the mantle is to open the realm of the spirit to you. Our theme scripture reveals that Elijah took the mantle of, sorry, Elisha took the mantle of Elijah and with it parted the waters of Jordan. Waters represent the spirit realm. Their parting meant that he had access to the world in a deeper way. Praise God. Herein is the power of submission and understanding who your spiritual authority is in the spirit realm. Because Elisha had received the understanding that Elijah was the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. That is 2 Kings 2.12. He had the authority to stand by that revelation to access the realm of God in a deeper way. When the sons of Skevas try to walk in these realms, they are beaten by the very forces they sought to conquer, not because it was wrong to use the name of Paul or the name of Jesus. Elisha used Elijah's name, but because they did not understand the spiritual identity of the men whose names they stood on, and neither were they submitted in spirit. Act 19, 13, 16. Praise the Lord. For me, first of all, I get to understand, you know, um, the scripture that says that, that, um, did take heed of the words that were spoken over you, because by them you shall, you shall wage war. It's in Timothy somewhere there. Paul was talking, was talking to Timothy. Um, sometimes I, I, I feel it's in line also with the devotion today that even as these men of God, or our spiritual authority speaks over us, or the men of God that speak words over our lives. The thing is, uh, have you really understood the position of that man of God in your life? Because then whatever he is speaking could as well be futile if you don't understand where he is speaking from. Because even as we receive um, from God, or probably from Jesus, the things that he has bestowed unto us, when we say in the name of Jesus, we have to understand his place in our lives, his position, who he is in our lives for us to partake of what he has given us. But we're going to expand on that as, as we go on in the devotions. 
Anyway, the devotion continues and says, Oftentimes the true spiritual authority has been to the places in the spirit that you wish to go. He has conquered territories therein that you wish to explore. Unless you are truly submitted and have understood his identity in spirit, some realms will never bow to you. Submission is, is not all about imitation, praise the Lord. You must ask the ultimate question, who is my father? The question is not in how he dresses or uh, how he walks. Excuse me, uh, somebody had called. All, uh, sorry, um, submission is not all about, um, about imitation. You must ask the ultimate question. Who is my father? The answer is not in how he dresses, how he walks, or even in how he preaches. It is in who he is in the spirit and the mark of distinction upon him that eternally links you to him. Pray that that eternally links you to him. So I was, um, <laughs> I was meditating on this and I was like, okay, but okay, what is the ultimate definition oh sorry the ultimate identity of a spiritual father and i could come to a conclusion that um you know paul says that imitate me even as i imitate christ and for me in there i i, I see it as 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 christ being the true identity of of paul and if we ought to imitate paul we can only imitate him on the things concerning the Christ. And and that's why Papa says that it's, it's not in, 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 in how he dresses. In the devotion he says it's not in how he dresses or how he walks. The, the, the Bible says we no longer consider any man after the flesh. Even though we consider Jesus Christ as the, after the flesh. We no longer consider him after the flesh. The question should be. Okay, before we can go into the distinction. Because again, he said. Uh, the devotion says, it is in who he is in the spirit and the mark of distinction upon him that eternally links you to him. So before you can go into the mark of distinction, you have to first know him after the Christ. Praise the Lord. You have to first know your spiritual authority after the Christ. You know, and uh, we're going to read a, a devotion that talks about that because again you find that some people have submitted to men but in, the, in submission and in imitating them, they incline more to the fleshly kind of things. And we have seen how, how it is in the church and you're like, okay, <laughs> you know somebody gets to worship the man more than the, the creator, more than uh, the God of that very man. Praise the Lord. Why? Because they lost the picture of the Christ in there. And for me, I feel if, if you get the picture of, of Christ in there, then designing the mark of distinction that eternally links you to him or to her if if, if it's a mother a mother then i don't think it, it, it's going to be hard praise the lord but anyway uh, so let us continue in in um let us continue in, in the devotions uh it, it's date so there are very many devotions actually about this but uh, i'm just going to read a few because of time uh, one of them uh, is dated 16th September 2018. 16th September 2018. And uh, we're reading from uh, 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. It says, Be ye followers of me, even as I am a follower, even as I also am a follower of Christ. And um, the title of the devotion is Wisdom for the Submitted Christian. 
and the, the devotion says, the instructions of your spiritual authority must always be submitted to the word of God. In the church of Christ today, it is sad to see some Christians exalting what is spoken by pastors, apostles, uh, prophets, or any spiritual authority above what God says. Sanctly, it is this thinking and attitude that makes God of the minister instead of Jehovah. Praise the Lord. In other words, the minister becomes the God instead of Jehovah God. It is therefore contrary to the gospel of Jesus Christ. No man of God, no man of God died for your sins. Only Jesus the Messiah did. So listen to your man of God, but according to the truth. Don't perish because of him or her. Follow him or her as he or she follows Christ. Christ is the standard. Praise the Lord. Christ is the standard. Christ is the standard to whatever you inherit, whatever you're partaking from this man. Praise the Lord. Whatever you're partaking from this man, Christ is the standard. You must see whatsoever you're receiving from him. There should be a there should be a measure of Christ in that. Praise the Lord, if I could say so. Um, okay, let us let us read another devotion. That one is done. Let us go through another one. These devotions are interesting. It's dated uh, 18th December 2018. 18th December 2018. We are still reading from 1 Corinthians 11. 1, and they say, the Bible says, And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. And uh, the title of the devotion is Patterns of Service Imitations. Patterns of Service Imitations. And um, the devotion says, Imitation of spiritual authority is a pattern of service to God and his ministers revealed to us by the scriptures. However, imitation is not copying what the minister of God does without understanding the spirit behind what he or she does. Praise the Lord, which I feel aligns even more to today's devotion. That beyond you imitating this man of God, you must get his identity. You must get his identity. What is the spirit behind what he does? Oh, you're just copying it. Praise the Lord. These men, the sons of Skeva, they were copying the very thing. They wanted to cast out demons. Praise the Lord. It was not bad. To, it's not bad to cast out demons. They wanted to, but did they really understand <laughs> the spirit behind casting out demons? The wisdom behind those very things. Praise the Lord. Did they understand those very patterns? And so um, we continue and, 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 and the devotion says, When you understand the spirit behind the actions, you will not only chase after the results of a great man, but the labors of, of that man, because behind every labor is the spirit. Praise the Lord. Why is it that some Christians are actually indifferent, probably, um, should I say to their spiritual fathers, you know? They're indifferent to the labors to whatever vision is going is, is taking place it's because they have actually not understood the spirit behind what he does why is he preaching why why does he send a devotion every other day why why every other day he preaches praise the lord why is he always after souls praise the lord you know you 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 get to ask yourself such things anyway uh, the devotion continues and says, Therefore, the patterns of service in the New Testament are a result of submitting ourselves 
to the spirit of Christ. Again, Christ comes in here at work in any of his ministers, thereby imitating them as they imitate Christ. That is 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. This is how the mantle was passed on from the Christ to the 12 disciples, the, the, to, to Apostle Paul, to us, and the same we do to our children. Praise the Lord. It is it is wisdom to mature and grow in service and in the things of the Spirit by imitations, but only to the degree of your submission to the Spirit of God working in His ministers. Praise the Lord. To the Spirit of God working in His ministers. That means that if you claim to be truly submitted to the man of God, then you're truly, you're, I could say, you're firstly submitted to the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And um, the devotion says, continues and says, Never be too proud to learn from what a man or woman of God does and how he or she does it. Be attentive to the details of their lives because for any student in ministry therein in these details lies the instruction by which you will grow in the things of God. So these men of God teach us God. They teach us God. They teach us God. Even the sermons you are allowed to you are allowed to go and preach the sermon of our, our, our daddy. I am here uh, preaching, um, <laughs> talking about his devotions. Praise the Lord! But you need to capture the spirit behind them, the spirit behind what he told, not just you going word after word, scripture after scripture. Praise the Lord! And in there, you also allow the very spirit to lead. To, to, to lead you in a place of action, praise the Lord, in a place of action. And, and for me, actually, I see that, you know, uh, even, uh, my goodness, God, why are you leading me here? For example, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Bible says that a wife submit unto thy, hus uh, thy husband, even as it is unto the Lord, praise the Lord. That means that firstly you submit unto the Lord, but now leave the whole point of marriage. Let's go to submission. <laughs> you know, that we, even as we submit to these men of God, we, we submit as unto the Lord. In fact, Ephesians 6 1 says, uh, Is it obey, obey your parents in the Lord? Because it is, it is, it is pleasing unto Him. In other words, to the level you're submitted to God is to the level you, you submit to that man of God. For me, that's how I understand it. Because in the first place, Jesus Christ comes and says that I do not, what I see my father do, thank you, Mama Tabitha, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Yes, Ephesians 6, 1. Uh, uh, Jesus comes and says that what I see my father do, I do also. He was teaching us a place of submission. That means that... Uh, our spiritual father, like the greatest of all spiritual fathers, is God, Jehovah Lord. Praise the Lord. That means that, firstly, we are submitted unto him. We are accountable unto him. But the man that teaches us so is the Christ. Therefore, we ought to walk like Christ. And I love yesterday, Papa John uh, talked about it uh, in Ephesians 5.1, when he says that, that as dear children of God, that as dear children of God, uh, sorry, be imitators of God as his dear children. Praise the Lord. As his dear children, be imitators of God. In other words, there's a place where we also get to imitate God because we are submitted unto him. And in that very place, 
we also find ourselves submitting to the men God has, has put ahead of us. Praise the Lord. Ha! Time. Let me read one last devotion, then we can, we can, uh, we can finish up. Uh, Malachi, we're, sorry, the devotion is dated 13th April 2020. 13th April 2020. We are reading from Malachi 4.6. Uh, the Bible says, And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Praise the Lord. Now, this, 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 this devotion is interesting because it's going to bring out the place of you understanding the identity of your father and inheriting the very uh, mantle that he, he, he gives you. Praise the Lord. Anyway, uh, the title of, of the devotion is The Fathering Spirit Part 3. The Fathering Spirit Part 3. And uh, the devotion says, The fathering or mothering spirit defines the anointing every generation should flow in. Consequently, it also defines how far a generation can go. When we hear statements such as father of the Pentecostal movement, father of the holiness movement, father of the word of faith movement, these were all examples of the anointing that various generations, shakalamande, lebruzi katila ha sepaye, yes, that um, these, were, these were all examples of the anointing that various generations flowed in. The anointing flowed from certain men and women whom God had anointed and called for their times and these men and women transferred the same to those that were humble and submitted enough to receive from them uh, until this is understood the church can never flow in generational anointing because the essence of impartation that transfer mantles is the father-son relationship it is again a spiritual order to transfer a mantle to a prodigal or to a servant who has not understood his identity as a son. Praise the Lord. In the spiritual realm, that cycle would rather stay incomplete until a son is raised in the same line. I believe Galatians chapter 4 talks about it. <laughs> that until uh, uh, um, a child is, is young, he is given uh, uh, unto the care of tutors until he, he is matured to become a son. That is a heos. Praise the Lord. And um, the devotion continues says, This is what happened with Elisha's lineage. He received a mantle from Elijah. This mantle was supposed to be passed on to Gehazi, but Gehazi was a, prodig was a prodigal in many ways. He was a servant of the man of God without the heart of a son. As such, the anointing was passed on to him. Sorry, as such, the anointing was not passed on to him as the person who was next in line. To God, it was much preferable to keep it in the bones of a dead man rather than uh, rest that mantle on the head of an indifferent man. Mantles do not rest on people who are indifferent to this order. Mantles do not rest on mere servants. Mantles rest on true sons. Praise the Lord. You ought to understand that you are a son. But how can you be a son when you have not understood your father? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Because you are a son to the degree that you've understood your father. Because what your father does is what, what the son does. And for me, first of all, uh, I feel you also have to be in the place. You also have to first, let it first get in you 
uh, I feel there's also a place of love in here, but also a place of faith. That, for example, if you submit to Fanero, you must understand that you are a son or a daughter in Fanero. Let it be in your consciousness. Let it be in you that you belong here. This is where you are. This is where you rested in, praise the Lord. Otherwise, you'll be indifferent to the very cause. But in, in, in that, in understanding that, it, it, it must lead you to a place where you, you study your father. Because in acknowledging that you're a son in Fanero, you, you are awakened to the fact that, oh, now this is my father, but who is my father? Praise the Lord. And in that, you inherit, because sons inherit. You inherit the mantle he passes on. Whatever he passes on, you take it. Anyway, further study. My goodness, time. Further study. That is, uh, we're reading from Acts 19, 13 to 16. The, the, the Bible says, Then certain, then certain of, of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by, the, by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of one Skeva, a Jew and a, and a chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and says, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are ye? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and, uh, and, and uh, leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them. So that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. <laughs> Praise God, naked and wounded. The other further study is First Corinthians 4.15. 4.15, praise the Lord. The Bible says, uh, allow me to read from the message, that there are a lot of people around who, who, who can't wait to tell you what you've done wrong. But there aren't many fathers willing to take time and effort to help you grow up. In other words, fathers take time and effort to help you grow up. And, and, and we see uh, Paul saying that my children in whom I labor to see Christ formed in you. Praise the Lord. That is the spirit of fatherhood. And like I said, Christ is the standard. If you are submitted to somebody who is not laboring to see Christ formed in you, then have a wisdom to seek for somebody else, to pray to God and, 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 and ask him who is your father. Praise the Lord. And, and um, the other portion of First Corinthians 4, uh, 4.14 message version says, it was, Jesus, it was as Jesus helped me proclaim God's message to you that I became your father. Golden nugget. Submission is not all about imitation. You must ask the ultimate question. Who is my father? The answer is not in how he dresses, how he walks, or even in how he preaches. It is in who he is in the spirit and the mark of distinction upon him that eternally links you to him. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this truth. I embrace it in humility. I walk in its reality. The, spirit, the spiritual realm is open to me because I am submitted. Territories bow to me because I am submitted. I do mighty exploits because I have understood this pattern of growth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen.